Hello and welcome back to the My Entertainment World podcast. Today we have another interview for you. Um, a while back, I was able to attend the Canadian launch of Pluto TV, which is a free ad-assisted streaming platform um, that is focused on bringing sort of classic television content for free to anyone with a smart TV or the app. Um, so I was able to attend this event, and in advance of the event, I was able to interview the VP of content, Katrina Kowalski. The reason I wanted to interview K Katrina is that I'm really interested in the idea of programming and how the executives, which is a side of television I'm really interested in, is programming and executives and the sort of business side and how it interacts with the art side of the medium. Um, so it was really interesting to talk to Katrina about the decision making behind what ends up on Pluto TV. She also is the VP of content for Paramount Plus in Canada, um, which is the paid platform. And it's interesting to hear sort of how they um, approach what goes on the free uh, version and what goes on the paid platform. I just think it's a really interesting world. Um, so I hope you enjoy my conversation with Katrina and I'll see you on the other side. You're the VP of content at Paramount Plus and Pluto TV. Could you describe for our listeners exactly what that means? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess in the very simplest terms, I oversee the content strategy for both our premium SVOD service, Paramount Plus, and um, for our amazing new fast and AVOD service, Pluto TV. Um, and can you tell us a little bit about your own history and how you ended up in this job? Absolutely. Um, I actually spent 20 years at Bell Media before this. Um, and I was really, really blessed to work with a, a bunch of, of amazing leaders and um, bounced around from departments like, you know, business affairs to um, research and insights. Um, and then landed in programming where I really did spend the majority of my time, probably somewhere in the 15-ish um, years. Um, and, and uh, you know, cut my programming teeth under leaders like Pat DiVittorio and Mike Cosentino um, and work my way up as a program scheduler, then you know, manager, then director. And um, when I left, um, I was overseeing their conventional business um, and had also just recently launched the content strategy for CTV AVOD, which is the, their, uh, the content service on their website. Um, and then, and then, uh, I joined Paramount about a year ago. Um, and can you take us a little bit into the programming process? How were the decisions made about what is the strategy and what's available to stream? Yeah. So, I mean, on, on Pluto TV, you know, it's, it's, you know, we we're really passionate about, you know, tapping into the Canadian audience's sensibility. Um, and, and choosing content that we think, um, will resonate with our audience, entertain our audience, give, you know, everyone in the household something to watch. So having a lot of variety on the platform is really important to us. Um, you know, Pluto TV is, is meant to be, um, entertaining, lean back, you know, content that people recognize or familiar with. Um, and so, you know, thinking about, you know, big franchises, um, like, you know, CSI, for example, from our crime collection, 
um, you know, classic nostalgia TV um, does really well here. And so, you know, we're unlocking Happy Days and The Love Boat and The Carol Burnett Show. Um, so, you know, I think those are all, you know, recognizable shows and brands that people know what they're getting and they're going to, they can just start watching the product's unbelievable. It's so easy to use. Um, there's, you know, there's no strings attached. It's literally like download and go. Um, and it's all completely free, which is, is, you know, I think really remarkable, especially, you know, now in this economic climate. Um, so when bringing Pluto to Canada, um, what did you look for in choosing your original Canadian content to help launch the service here? So we have a great, an amazing partnership with Chorus. Um, and Chorus is not only our ad sales partner, but our content partner. And so, you know, of course, knowing Chorus Studios so well and all of their content, it was it was sort of like a match made in heaven because they've got amazing Canadian content that we can um, that we can access. So, um, you know, we've got, you know, fan favorite lifestyle series, you know, the Property Brothers, Love It or List It. Um, we've got Save My Reno with Sebastian Clovis. Um, you know, there's, and, you know, and so, so many more. I'm, I'm you know, sort of like naming a few, but there are several. Um, you know, it was also really important to us that global national news and global local news would be available on the service. So, if, if you saw the press release, you know that we're unlocking 14 news channels. Um, there's one national channel, but then there's 13 local news feeds, which I think is incredible because we make that available to all Canadians on, you know, over, you know, on a digital platform, all for free. So that's really exciting for us. Um, and then, you know, we looked at other sort of popular series that we thought could resonate. We've got a channel um, dedicated to Degrassi, the next generation. And we've got a couple of other curated channels. For example, we have nonstop drama, which features popular shows like you know, Departure and Private Eyes starring Jason Priestley. Um, so, you know, we're, we're just getting started, but we've got over 30 channels dedicated to Canadian content. So um, we, we, we thought that was a great starting place. And in terms of curating what um, appears in the channel, not just um, or on the on the platform, not just for Canadian content with Chorus, but across the board, um, are you limited to sort of Paramount related titles or do you have sort of the run of the um, landscape in terms of curating what you think is going to work for our audiences? Yeah, we've we've got a lot of flexibility. So, you know, on the one hand, we're incredibly fortunate to have an amazing vault of content that's accessible to us um, by our, our, you know, relationship or sort of in-house from Paramount Global. Um, but we also have the flexibility to go out and partner. In fact, I think globally, we're over 400 content partners um, worldwide. And so, you know, part of what makes Pluto so special is that you know, we're bringing in content from so many places um, to give it the most robust and entertaining offering as possible. So are you constantly scouting for new content? And with so much media being created in our current landscape, how do you stay on top of everything that's out there? <laughs> well, we've got a great team. Um, and I think that that's really important. And yes, you're right. We do get, we are monitoring all the time. Um, we've got great partnerships on the ground. We're always open to meeting new content providers. 
Um, and it's really just about, you know, combing through those avails and, and choosing what we think is going to work. But yeah, we've, we've got a team here um, in Toronto who is dedicated to curating the channels and making those um, decisions. And of course, always with the Canadian audiences um, in mind. In general, how does running the Canadian arm of these organizations gel with the American side? Is there any certain programming you don't have access to or certain um, priorities, uh, different prioritizations? Um, I mean, we've got a great relationship with our U.S., um, I guess, uh, partners or, or the, you know, the U.S. family that we have on Pluto TV. Um you know, I think there are always going to be some shows that might just be with another rights holder in Canada that we might not be able to access. Um, I'm not, I, you know, I'm not sure if that answers your question. Yeah, sort of. I'm. I, it's sort of, I'm trying, what I'm trying to get at is that phenomenon of when you open Netflix in a different country and all of the content is different because of licensing fees. Um, sort of how do you approach creating a, a, landscape of content that is uh, related to and comparable to the same product in America, but using sort of one, you're doing it for a different audience, but then also keeping in mind the limitations and also opportunities of what's available to you in Canada that is different across the border. Yeah. So, I mean, um, you know, we've got that great base from our Paramount Global content. And then, you know, there might be some brands or shows that to your point are held by different license licensees in Canada, um, which we wouldn't have access to. And then, you know, and so obviously that's a no-fly zone. But then apart from that, we can make there might be content that is available only in Canada that may already be with somebody else in in other markets. And and so we would have access to that. And we would, um, you know, be, we would look at that for the Canadian service. In terms of taking a, maybe gamble's the wrong word, but a gamble on a newer show where you don't have as much feedback or proven track record yet, what are you looking for in terms of um, the actual content itself and being able to judge whether it's going to be a hit with fans or have staying power without necessarily having that data already in front of you? Yeah, it's really, it's, you're right. It is challenging. I mean, I think, um, I think for launch, we were trying to focus um, on really recognizable franchises and brands that, again, that people, you know, recognize, feel comfort to, can lean back and get into household names, you know, we're able to, again, leverage Chorus Studios, um, great stable of, you know, Canadian celebrity builders and chefs, um, designers and whatnot. So we hope that you know, between the series titles, the movie titles, you know, the celebrities and sort of like Canadian products that people are comfortable with, that's, that will, you know, give us a great um, launch pad. And then when we're considering other content, I think the data is going to be really important. So it's really hard to know. Um, and I think, you know, we can see what genres are resonating um, what series are resonating? Do we need to do more of something? Do we need to pivot away from something? Um, so, you know, unfortunately, it's just it's just too soon to tell. Um, but again, we've got a team of people who, you know, have different sensibilities themselves. They can look in, they can, you know, review and watch. Um, and we've got a lot of flexibility on the platform. So, 
you know, we're really, we're open to, to trying things, even if, you know, they're less, less well-known. If you could bring one show or type of show to either Paramount Plus or Pluto that's not already offered, what would it be? I, I mean, I think that we really feel like we've got so, so many of them. Um, you know, I think that um, there's a couple, there's a couple of areas that I think we could go to next. Um, but again, without that data, I think I just, I'm a little bit, uh, I'd like to hold my cards a little closer to my chest. <laughs> That's totally fine. <laughs> if you were just an average Canadian, but you were still yourself and you were getting your Pluto TV uh, access, what's the first thing you watch? I think I'm watching Happy Days. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How about you? Oh, me? Oh, gosh. I don't, I don't know. Probably, honestly, <laughs> honestly, probably something food related because I don't currently have the food network. And so I'd watch one of the cooking shows probably. Nice. Well, um, Bake with Anna Olson is available. Like all the Chopped Canada's. We've got a, a channel that's going to be dedicated to all the Chopped, Iron Chef Canada, things like that. So there's going to be plenty of that for you. How much of the Paramount Plus canon do you have in terms of um, like the Paramount TV shows? Sorry, can you ask the, I just, I missed the first part of that question. How much of the uh, the Paramount catalog do you have um, in terms of the Paramount TV shows? Like, can I watch back seasons of Survivor? You can watch back seasons of Survivor on Paramount Plus. Yep. Okay, but it's not on Pluto. No, it's not on Pluto for launch. It's not. But yeah, there, you you will see there is some overlap between the two services, certainly. Um, you know, and we we really feel like that's going to be complementary. And, you know, of course, uh, Pluto TV is is ad supported um, versus Paramount Plus is, is subscription. So, I, I you know, I think that it caters to all viewers, actually, to have both services and to have some overlap. It'll be really interesting to see um, how those those. Uh, series perform on both platforms. And if you had to pick one TV show on either Paramount Plus or Pluto that maybe audiences have overlooked so far, um, but you really think they should check out, what would you plug? Yeah, that's a really good question. And it's really, hard, it's really hard to answer. Um, hmm. Let me think about this one. Okay, keep keep going with the questions. And I am going to, I'm, you know what? Not that I think people overlook it, but I think Beverly Hills 90210 is a real gem to get back into. <laughs> I love um, you know, and um, oh my gosh, why am I so stumped? It's like there's just so much choice. So um, hmm. we're also unlocking family ties on Pluto TV, which I think has got so much nostalgia val uh, value as well. Um, if you remember that one, it stars Michael J. Fox, and we're actually pairing. Um, that show with another Michael J. Fox series called Spin City. Um, so that might be something that people want to sort of like get back into on Pluto. And I mean, to answer the question on P+, but, you know, really just to, we should focus more on Pluto TV today because it's such a, an important launch for us. But, you know, I think the offer 1883, um, you know, and I think Tulsa King too is a, is a lot of fun. Okay. Well, those are all my questions. Is there anything else we need to know or anything you'd like to add? Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, look, I, I think that this is, this is a game changer for us. I think, I think, you know, at this moment, I think Canadians are, you know, going to find that this service is 
incredibly easy to use. It is completely free and it's just got so much great content to explore. And so, you know, we're, we're launching just before the holidays. Um, I hope people are taking some well-deserved time off and, and they're able to get into, um, you know, and explore what we've got going on. So people just uh, go onto their smart TVs and download the Pluto app. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Um, you you can download on your mobile device. You can download on your connected television. Um, and you can even check it out on the web. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. It's really great to meet you. Thanks, you too. And have fun at lunch. Okay, anytime. Goodbye. Bye. So that's it for my interview with Katrina. I hope you enjoyed. Make sure to check out everything that's on the website, myentertainmentworld.ca. We have another Pluto interview coming up um, with some of the talent as well as so much stuff going up all the time. Um, So check that out. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast feed to hear more interviews like this, as well as follow follow us on social. It's at my ent world, my ENT world on Instagram, Twitter, my entertainment world on Facebook, and also my entertainment world on YouTube. So check that out there. And thanks so much.